Hello, amigos and amigas, and welcome back to another episode of A Toda Madre, the podcast. Now, I just want to give you a forward warning. This is going to be a really juicy-ass podcast. It's also going to be a very real and raw podcast, and it's also just going to be very authentic and maybe even a little spicy. Like I might ruffle some feathers when I talk about it, but all I ask is that you keep an open mind because I think that that's where a lot of us are right now. We're at the beginning of 2023. It is January. Looking at my calendar, it's January 9th. It's Monday, January 9th. And I know that there's a lot of us who are like in full swing, getting it together, like doing the damn thing, owning the year already. But I also feel like there's a huge wave of people. And I talked about this on the last podcast. There's also a huge wave of people who are like, I kind of want to pivot this year. I kind of want this year to look different in a way that I've never, ever done things before. Like, yeah, sure. I've done the goal thing. Yeah, sure. I've done the, um, the other types of vision boards or the ones that I did by myself or yeah, I followed this method that I saw on YouTube, etc. I know I get it. But I really think that there's so many of us who are literally at the draw, drawing board and being like, I want to do something I've really never done before. Like on the frontier, Moana status, like I'm on the, I'm, I'm on the ocean and I'm like ready for adventure. I know that there's a lot of us in that space. We're looking for something completely different. And that's what I'm going to offer you today. I'm going to offer you a space. I'm going to offer you an opportunity, but also I'm going to offer you this completely different mindset. Now, before we get into the juice, right? The juicy, the nutty gritty. I also wanted to, again, our expectations of 2023. I want to keep our same kind of rhythm. This is just, again, accountability for myself. Um, This is the way that I'm showing up to be devoted um, cause we go and talk about some things. So what I, what I'm eating, I wanted to really, really share this. What I'm eating is I'm eating alpha fuel meals. Shout out to Lupe. She is a past client and amiga of mine. And I am eating her meal prep meals because I'm very serious about, not that I care so much about like the weight, it's more of a, like, I want to feel comfortable. I want to feel strong. And I just like the way my pants fit me. I just, I want them to feel a little better. I I just, I want to, you know, so I'm on that journey right now. I'm not, I'm not sad about it or I'm not like beating myself about it. I just, I know that I want to do something about it. So if anything, kind of like what I described at the beginning of this podcast, I want to do something that I've never done before and just really show up in that way. Anyways, so that's what I'm eating. Alpha fuel meals. And, oh, I just saw something recently that was really good. And now I can't remember. Anyways, I just, I really wanted to hop on and say like, that's, that's what I'm eating. That's like my vibe right now. And that's what I'm really excited about. Now. I'm really excited too, because Drake is coming home for a couple of days. Literally like, don't get excited, y'all. Like it's literally a couple of days and then he leaves again. 
but I'm just so excited to make out. I'm so excited to just be with my husband and like us be like a complete family for a couple of days even and just like really enjoy that. And I'm really excited that at the end of the week on Saturday morning, we are getting together to do the vision board workshop. And I'm so excited. And granted, I know we're about to get into some things on this podcast episode. And I really hope that it's kind of lights a fire under your butt to be like, damn, I need to get myself in that room. Damn, I need to go buy my ticket right now because I need to be there. Anyways, now I don't know what I'm going to title this podcast yet because I have a couple of different things that I want to highlight, but here's the big ones. On the last podcast episode, I, I literally talked about how I'm breaking up with the word consistency and resilient. And I'm also going to talk about how everything doesn't matter. I know you're going to be like, what? I know. I know. Bamboozled. Just kidding. <laughs> and, and I also want to talk about, oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought. Why I'm breaking up with consistency and resilience. Oh, oh. And then I want to talk about how, when I said I was breaking up with those words, how I showed up to church on Sunday and then like, totally made me like question myself. So let, let, let's dive in, shall we? You're going to, you're already like, Ooh, you went to church and then you like feel some type of way. Yes. Yes. And guys, again, that is why I really love this self-work because you're given an opportunity to sit in your inner dialogue And to kind of like sit in your own prayer or in your own intuition and really be like, okay, like what's coming up for me? Okay. So beautiful. Let's, let's dive into the conversation. So last week I had already shared, I don't even know if it was last week. Anyways, I had already shared about how I'm breaking up with consistency and resilient, like those words. And if you know me in real life, when I do the vision board workshop, I am going to tell you straight smack dab to your face. I am not a goal setter. I am not a goal setter because I don't believe in goals. I believe that if you're walking in your intention and in what your vision says and how you're supposed to like what your purpose is and how your calling is supposed to work and the way you serve people, I feel that those goals will just get accomplished along the way. So it's just like, it's, it's like, honey, you're getting bonuses. Goals are your bonuses, but I feel like if you're just so focused on the goal that you miss so much on the journey, it's like taking a beautiful scenic route. And again, if you haven't listened to the roadmap episode, definitely go listen to that. But I really believe that. I really believe that if you're just so focused on goals, you're missing the whole beautiful scenic route of your journey because you're just so focused on the goal. And then, you know, the other tendency we have to have, yeah, we have this tendency of like, once we reach that goal, we just say what's next. We don't even take the opportunity to like recognize and celebrate ourselves. Yikes. Yikes. I know. I know. And with that being said, so I don't, I'm again, I'm all about intention. Now I have even been pondering myself about my own vision board, about what this year is going to look like for me. And I've still been going back and forth and I'm really excited because I've been 
really honing into that work because one, I do it with Drake. We do one like as a couple, like as a family. And then we do another like by ourselves. And I'm excited to really dive deep into this work because on Saturday is the vision board workshop. And I always like to share mine. As a matter of fact, it's so interesting. Um, I really do mean it that these events are like so real because I remember the year, it was like the year that I wanted to get pregnant, that I wanted that to be a part of my story. And I, I remember sharing that with the group, the women who were in the vision board workshop, I was super vulnerable and transparent. And I was like, in my vision, like, I really hope that God has this for me. Like, I know it, it, I know it's science, but I also know that it requires a lot of faith. And I know that it's like also part of God's plan. And so it's ultimately something that's out of my control. Can I help certain things? Absolutely. But like, 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 don't get me wrong. Obviously I'm going to do the deed with Drake because, um, you know, the Virgin Mary, like, I think she's a one-time wonder type situation. <laughs> Anyways, but again, I, again, that's what makes my vision board workshops so different. Or just any time you work with me, if you're a client of mine and you're in my group coaching program, you know things about me for me to make it applicable for you. You know things about me that I'm just like not going to share on IG. Not that it's because like I don't want to or like, but no, it's just like, that's a different part of like working with me. That's, it's a different experience. Anyways, so, and a lot of times when we work on those intentions, like words like resilient and consistency come up. And I want you to know that for me, I kind of decided that I'm breaking up with those words that like, I don't, I don't. One, I don't want to choose those words, but also I don't want to use them for myself because I know my life. I know my environment and those words just don't really fit. And I'm the wife of a pilot. And so a lot of the things, you know, like I have to mom it by myself half of the time. But also that means that like, My life is never the same. I don't have the same predictable schedule every single week. Never, ever, ever. Because one, I don't know what kind of schedule Drake is going to get. Which then like, again, my whole life is at somebody else's control. And I mean, obviously like, ha ha ha, God's totally at control for everything. But literally. And you want to know another thing? The other reason that consistency like really bugs the shit out of me is because I'm a mom and I'm a mom to a toddler. And so I could sit here and tell myself like, I'm going to go to the gym, you know, like four times a week. But then, cause again, just like, that's just how life goes. Life literally happens is that I'm like starting at the gym and I'm doing great and I'm like da 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 and then Charlie gets sick. That's my son. And then after Charlie gets sick, I get sick, right? Because, you know, they're going to give it to us because that's just like how it goes. And so then I fall off the wagon 
And the word consistent or the way like all of social media is it like, yeah, how are you going to show up? And beep, 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 and da, da, da. Like, obviously, if Charlie's sick and I'm momming it by myself, there's no fucking way I can show up. I would love to tell my invisible partner who is not home, hey, can you watch Charlie so I can go to the gym? But that's not going to happen for me. And, 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 and again, for a lot of moms, that word is just like really hard. Sometimes it can even feel like a double-edged sword. Sometimes it can feel like really hard to grip. Or sometimes that word can feel like punishment. Like, oof, you're like really bad at things because you're just not consistent. But there's just certain things that you can't help. Now, I also want you to be really honest of yourself, like with yourself. If you're just not consistent with things because like, I don't like to use the word lazy, but if you are just not consistent because you don't want to, or you break your own word to yourself, then be honest about that. Be really honest about that. But also get really clear on what consistency means to you. Consistency might not mean every single day. And this is one of the things that I was like thinking to myself because, okay, so here we go. Here's the second piece is that I would al- I had already decided like consistency, resilient, not words for me. And yikes, I walk into church on Sunday, which was yesterday. And the pastor is like talking about consistency and like, doing the things that others like occasionally do, right? So it's like you being consistent every single day in the things that others deem to occasionally do. There you go. That was like kind of the phrase. I'm still paraphrasing hardcore, but right. And so then it made me think, and I was just like, shit, is this a sign for me too? Like, am I playing myself? But at the same time, I was like, no, like if anything, consistency doesn't fit, but like, I want to be dedicated. I want to be devoted. I want to be committed. Those words feel a lot better to me. And again, they don't feel like occasional because... It means that I'm still going to always get back in the game. I'm always going to jump back on the wagon. Even when life happens. Even when the schedule's not the same. Even when Drake's flight schedule is like nuts. Or whatever it is. Whatever it is. It's me choosing to stay dedicated. To stay devoted and to show up committed. And I really like those words because they remind me of a relationship, right? Um, dedicated, devoted, committed. Um, th- uh, it devoted always makes me think of hopelessly devoted to you. And I think I sang that on a podcast at some time on Greece. Yeah, you're welcome. But again, it makes me think of a relationship, right? When we're when we're in a serious relationship, and obviously my uh, example would be my husband, but it's not like I get mad at Drake one day and I'm just like, hey, you know what? I'm done. No. Regardless of the tiff, regardless of the argument, regardless of the misunderstanding, regardless of the you're annoying me, 
regardless of anything. I'm still committed. Why? Because I love that person. Why? Because I see the vision for our family. Why? Because like my heart says so. My heart says I'm in this. Why? Because I took certain vows. I made certain promises and I'm going to do my fucking best before shit goes out the window. I'm in this. Right? So I want you to show up in those same ways for your life, for the vision, for the calling, for the purpose, for the way that you're meant to serve. You can be dedicated devoted and committed. And listen, I'm not going to fucking tell you like consistency sucks. No, if that word calls you do it. And as a matter of fact, I owe my friend an apology. (laughs) So Kaya, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. I should have never like said all my shit because if that word is important to you and feels good, then good, then good. So this is my public apology. Because it isn't my space to like convince her or you listener to like pick those certain things. I just like to hop on here and share my perspective because I know that there's someone listening to this who's a mom of a toddler as well and life happens and then consistency like is a fucking word that's there with like blaring red lettering and blaring red lights and the second that you fall off the wagon, there it goes and it's like, oh, consistency, you fucking suck, right? Because yeah, of course, our brain is a jerk and it's going to come in and be like, did it again, you still suck, right? Because that's just like our negative self-talk. That is just like our ego and our inner critic being wild and out. Just wild and out and hurting our own feelings. And so I like those words instead. And you can totally DM me or write me an email and be like, I'm going to choose consistency and I'm going to be like, that's fucking awesome. But I just know for my bandwidth, I can't do that. And I even like was writing in my journal and, <laughs> and then I kind of like wrote this note to God even. And I'm like, are you trying to tell me something? Like, are you, are you playing me? Or, or are you kind of just being like, what, do you, what are you going to stick to, girl? What you going to stick to? You know? You know. <laughs> and my other piece is with resilient. And I'm giving up that word and I'm breaking up with it because I swear that people say that to put this beautiful bow on our pain and our suffering and our trauma sometimes and anything that's like bad that's ever happened to us. Like I get it. Yes. Like we're fucking warrior princesses because like we've made it out the fucking trench. But then like when people want to treat us bad, they're like, oh, no, no, it's okay because you're resilient. And you're like, what? What? Also, guys, if you guys can listen to the cumbias in the background, um, nothing says like living in Phoenix when your home builders are like fucking out there. Good, good for them, though, by the way. And they're just like listening to cumbias like hardcore, super loud and just like living their best life while they're building a house. I mean love that for them anyways but right 
And, and, and I want you to pay close attention to this. I want you to pay attention to the people who surround you or the people who try to use that word for you and gift it to you. Because again, it's one thing when you recognize your resiliency, but it's another thing when somebody's just trying to gift you that in order for you to be like, hey, can you take this on? Of course you can because you're strong. Oh, sorry, guys. My mic just kind of benty bent. And again, it's like one of those situations like in Encanto with Luisa where she's like super strong. That is like a resilient example. And now that I'm a grown up and now that I'm in a space where I'm trying to like reparent myself and not and I'm not going to sit here and say like I didn't have an awesome childhood. I did. My parents are wonderful people. But also I'd like to do things different. And I want to, you know, like, I don't want to give Charlie that where it's like, oh, it is a medal of honor. If you're just like fucking I'm finding myself to death, but you're resilient because we all do that. All the women I know or like any woman I've ever encountered or maybe we've we're evolved, but in the past, oh, for sure. We were like, oh my God, yeah, that's fine. I can do it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then we're miserable. Right? So that's why I'm also breaking with that word resilient. And again, this is why the vision board space is so important because it gives you a space to sit down with yourself. And it's kind of like this mirror where you're asking yourself, what do I want? How does this feel? And what what is the vision that I have for my life? And if you're spiritual, maybe you're even asking, what's the vision God has for me? You know what I mean? Guys, the hammering. I'm so sorry. <laughs> And with that, my other point was everything doesn't matter. And the reason why I bring this up is because, again, at the top of every single year, people love to create goal lists, right? They're like, this goal and this goal, and I'm going to crush this, and I'm going to crush this, and I'm going to crush that, and beep, boop, beep, bop, bop. Um... I was going to start singing, but I am holding back. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I, we make goals out of everything. And again, our society, we tend to do this, right? Especially us type A planners. We love to make a list so that we can cross things off. Even Santa making a list, checking it twice, right? Wow. A big social construct, eh? But we love to make to do lists so that we can cross them off, so that we can look at something physical and say, oh, Wow, I've been productive. Oh, wow, look at everything I've done. Oh, wow, look at me go. And from that, we love to say, Wow, look at all of my worthiness because look at this piece of paper. 
look at all of these things that I've managed to cross off because I'm the bomb.com. You know what I mean? And that's something to consider. Where we think or why we fe- why we feel like we have to earn that worthiness again. But again, at the beginning of every year when people make all of those lists, I also like to break that mold and that mentality by asking you and telling you that everything doesn't matter. Because when we make that list, with those lists, we're writing them about everything in our lives that we've ever wanted to improve, that we've ever wanted to change, that we've ever, 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 be, 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 forever, ever, and ever, ever, yeah. Yeah. But in reality, it's recognizing that, whoa, damn, I don't have to do everything. And it's important to ask yourself, what kind of season am I in this year? And also, that's a beautiful part, too. Maybe it's not the whole year. Maybe just like until summer, I'm going to focus on this. And then when summer hits, I'm going to change focus and focus on this. You're allowed to have seasons in your year. You're allowed to have like quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. I know people who who run shit like that. But also asking yourself, what matters to me this year? And you can't write down or do everything. And that's why I say everything doesn't matter. Because it would be impossible to accomplish. And if you do accomplish it, like, I'm, I'm sure you'll be, like, pumped. But then I also know that you're going to be, like, sick, tired, exhausted, or, or something otherly terrible, you know? Everything doesn't matter. And I know that's some, that for a lot of us, like, that can be, like, a really hard truth because we're, like... No, we like to be really productive. And no, we want to like make things possible. And no, we want to crush it. Could you imagine if you focused on like two or three things? Tops five for the entire year. And then really put in all of your TLC into watching those areas thrive. Versus how maybe you've been doing things and like you set out to do everything and you only do one or two and, and, and then you feel really bad about yourself. Or you feel like, meh, I've had the same three years the past three years. You know? And I don't want that energy for you. I want that energy for this year to be just what you want it to be. Where you've been called to be. Where you've been called to grow. Because that's what's important. And so that makes me really excited for you. And again, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, woo, I am picking up what this girl is putting down, please. And if you're local, excuse me, please come and join us. Come to Hanai Coffee be there Saturday. The link is in my bio on IG. And if you found me on TikTok, 
All of it is on IG. Sorry that I don't know how to navigate TikTok, but we try. But I'm inviting you. This is your opportunity to like really get creative and really just play. And I did this really awesome live on IG that you, you're totally welcome to watch, but I'm just going to like do a quick summary for everyone about how we are 90s kids. I'm a 90 kid. I was literally born April 7th, 1990. And so I'm a 90s kid. And I grew up in the era of She's All That and Clueless, right? Um, the era of makeovers, right? Uh, Cher, Dion, Help, that girl. Oh my God, I forget her name, but it's, what's what's her name? Murphy, uh, rest in peace. But they give her this, this makeover, right? And then She's All That, Freddie Prince Jr., And that one girl, yikes, I can't remember her name. But again, it's all about makeovers. And I'll even throw in like a early 2000s one, The Princess Diaries. Mia Thermopolis finds out she's a princess and then undergoes this like crazy makeover, right? We think that we have to have these big transformations at the beginning of the year to just like change everything, to change the game, right? And I'm even I'm even going to go one further of, you know, we're also the era of fixer upper where it's like, oh, all of these big like you, you come up with this regular schmegular ordinary house and then it's like move that bus and it's like and it's like this crazy transformation. Property Brothers, the same thing. Again, HTV, HGTV, very much a thing of like huge transformation. But what's crazy is that we glorify huge transformations. But you don't need a huge transformation to make big change. It's all in adjusting the settings. And you know me, I'm a big analogy girl. So I'm going to give you this analogy today. It's all in the way that you adjust your settings. So for example, in the the homes, right? Like the fixer upper, et cetera. They like bang down walls and, and, and do the roofing and all of this shit, right? Get it. Granted, if we have the money, we would. But again, I think that that's where we get caught up where it's like, well, I don't have the money or I don't have this or I don't have that. We get stuck in the like the scarcity part that instead if we're like, oh, but you know, like if I put this little rug here or if I buy this lamp or if I just change the shower curtain, those three small things already change the vibe of the room. That is you modifying your settings to change the experience and the ambiance in that room. Let's let me give you another example. Um, the the car, right? The car we drive. If you drive your car with the seat settings and everything else set up the way your husband drives that car, one, you probably wouldn't fit. Like maybe you're too little or too big. I don't know what your king looks like. 
But again, those settings are going to make or break your experience when you drive that vehicle. Is your husband tall? Are you shorter than him? Can you reach the pedals? Can you reach the steering wheel? What kind of music does he listen to? Do you like that music? It's going to make your car ride long. Again, when you modify the settings, it helps enhance or kind of breaks your experience that you're going to have. I'm trying to think of another one. Cycle bike. Again, if you're going to that class, maybe, I don't know that everybody experiences, but I've shared the story before in a podcast. If you go and you're like so scared to ask anyone like, hey, how do you move the seat like up or down? And then like the, the steering wheel, like what if it's too far away or like, can you reach the pedals? Let me tell you, if you're like too scared to ask someone, you will totally hurt your crotch. And that is if you're a boy or a girl, you will absolutely hurt your butt, which again, you have to modify the settings or it is going to make or break your experience. I know a lot of people who are like, no, I was too scared to change the seat and my butt hurt for like a week. And so I never went back. You will not believe how many times I have heard that from somebody. Heck, even me, I didn't wear the type right type of shoes or like I wasn't really sure what I was expecting. And my shoelace literally got caught up and eaten in the cycle bike and it ripped off my shoe and it threw me off the bike. And oh my God, the fucking teacher had the microphone on and she was like, girl in the blue tank, girl in the blue tank, hop on your bike again, hop on your bike. And she was like putting me on blast. And I was like, bitch, my shoe is broken. <laughs> so again, that again, Make or break your experience. And so again, this vision board workshop is literally me live coaching. If you're like, I've always wanted to fucking work with this girl. She seems like a really fucking good time. I am a fucking good time. And I also give my all and I provide so much live coaching. And again, the vision board workshop is a space for us to figure out and adjust your settings for the year. Word, 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 word. Don't hold back. Let's fucking get it done. Be in that space on Saturday. And let's make this year really different. Let's be, again, a year where everything doesn't matter. You can pick the words that you're really intentional about and you can adjust the settings to really amplify and enhance your experience. Okay. Love you, love ya. This was a really good episode. Thanks for hanging with me. So that's it for, oh, 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 our affirmation. Ooh, I didn't think about this. What's one that I've given myself recently? Oh, I will give you guys one that I gave a client last night. We had one-to-one calls last night. They were super good, juicy one-to-one calls. Again, if you're interested in joining the next cohort, 
one-to-one, et cetera. I have spots available and the next group cohort starts February 5th. Don't say I ain't tell ya. And I was meant to be in rooms like this. Whether that room is with other women, whether that room is corporate life places at work, whether it's awkwardly you found a new group at church, anywhere. I was meant to be in rooms like this. We're off to a really good fucking start, guys. Monday the 9th. I will see you on the next track. Tu amiga, Sylvia Brands. Bye, y'all.